I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. What is going on, you guys? Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Um, yeah, so I am here by myself um, tonight. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Give me a second. This is not normally how our post shows go, so it's about to be very improv and very much... Um, yeah, me, Santana, here by herself, covering and giving you guys SmackDown and Rampage post-show. Um, there was a lot of things that transpired on both shows tonight, but as you do know, that for SmackDown Crown Jewel, it is our going-home show for SmackDown, and of course with Rampage, they still got a lot of things gearing up for full gear that is happening um, later within this month. But let's pretty much go ahead and jump in and discuss what happened on SmackDown tonight. Because although it was pre-tape, because, of course, everybody is in Saudi getting ready for Crown Jewel taking place tomorrow. Um, there are still a few things, more build up and closing to storylines and different things adding up. So let's pretty much go ahead and jump right in. So here we are. Uh, the opening... <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Uh, here we are with the opening of the show. Uh, Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville, of course. Um, it seems as if like Sonya Deville uh, has not been too fond of Liv Morgan, and Liv Morgan has not been too kindly to Sonya Deville's actions or responses or comments that she's made about her. So it resulted in these two having a um, no disqualification match. And it was thoroughly good. I thoroughly enjoyed it um, for once in my life. I thoroughly enjoyed the match that involved Liv Morgan. Um, it was it sh both of these ladies did what was needed to be done, and I kind of, I guess, can say I'm okay with this feud between these two. It kind of keeps Liv Morgan on your TV screens, and it kind of gives Sonya Deville something to do in the midst of everything. Now, of course, this is a no disqualifications match, so you know there was weapons. Candlesticks, chairs, and even tables, as you can see, that Liv Morgan and well, Sonya Deville tries to put Liv Morgan through a table, but unfortunately, it backfired and Liv Morgan just let go of the ropes and just fell back and landed on Sonya Deville, and they both went through the table. And of course, Liv seems to be very much enjoying it. And honestly, if you look at this picture, it really does not look PG friendly. Um, if your mind is definitely rated rated um, R or TVMA whichever you prefer. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, Liv Morgan did come out uh, with the victory. Um, I guess you can say she's kind of on a winning streak since she lost her title to Ronda um, at Extreme Rules. And she's constantly been trying to prove and show that she has a different side of her that a lot of people seem to 
feel like she doesn't have or have their lack of. And to those who are fans of Liv Morgan, I hope that she is proving and continues to prove why maybe she'll be back in the title picture on you guys' of circumstances, but definitely not on mine. Um, nice win, though. Um, definitely still rocking the Chucky gear and everything like that. But shout out to Liv for beating Sonya Deville. And who knows what's next between with uh, Sonya and Liv Morgan? Who honestly knows? We have absolutely no idea, but... I guess whatever happens, it just happens. Uh, as we move forward, um, the return of Emma, of course, we know that she made her return last week, um, accepting Rhonda's open challenge for her SmackDown women's title. And uh, what? Emma meet Zia Lee. Zia Lee is someone who I would have to say we really don't see enough of like we really don't see enough of Zali and I know she's kind of been in in and out of different storylines or being a part of certain matches or you know and ever since she kind of went heel she she's done a few things here or there but nothing that that's really sticking for her I don't I don't know it maybe I guess maybe having Emma back can you know, spark something to bring her back on TV um, or something like that. I have absolutely no idea. We didn't see Raquel this week. We didn't see Shotzi this week either. But nice to see Emma. Um, shout out to you, girl, and, and Zia Lee. I don't know exactly if this is going to be um, – it could go into a feud. I'm not sure as of right now. I mean, they're kind of just – you know, Zylee is kind of introducing herself to to Emma, and maybe somewhere down the line we could see Emma and Zylee have something have something you know take place. But I, I really don't know. Um, I I wish Zylee was was giving a proper storyline, but I guess it all starts somewhere, and maybe Emma would be the perfect person to um, be that feud or that opponent for Zia Lee so that she can get back into the ring and showcase her in-ring ability that she actually does have. So, who knows? Of course, you do know that we had the Intercontinental Championship, and of course, you see Rey Mysterio and we see Gunther Imperium all walking to their respective locker rooms to get prepared for the main event tonight, which is the Intercontinental Championship. But also, we do know Crown Jewel, of course, like I said, this is our take-home show, and Crown Jewel takes place tomorrow. We found out, if you guys watched the press conference this morning, that Logan's Paul, Logan Paul's brother, Jake Paul, will be accompanying him ringside, while Roman, of course, is going to have everybody in the bloodline except for Sami Zayn uh, there at Crown Jewel on his side. I really cannot tell you exactly what's going to transpire. I feel like Logan Paul needs more people. I'm just, I'm just saying some, some mutual, some like some mutual um, enemies of the bloodline. You know, maybe they will want to um, assist Logan Paul and his brother Jake on taking out the blood, the rest of the bloodline who's going to be out there on ringside. But this match is taking place um, on tomorrow, and it will be your main event. Have absolutely no idea who's gonna win, but whatever happens, ladies and gentlemen, it just happens. That's all I am going to say. Next up, we end up getting LA Knight and Ricochet. As you know, last week, uh LA Knight, you know, he's back to himself and um he was doing an interview and Ricochet pops up and basically it just seems as if like Ricochet was challenging LA Knight to a match and LA Knight ended up winning. Don't get me wrong, this was actually a really, really good match. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a nice way to kind of uh, get L.A. Knight back on it, like have him on a winning streak and kind of build build himself up. Um, it was a nice way to have him and Ricochet have their match and everything. I don't I don't know. I feel like with L.A. Knight, he's, he's working his way um, onto, up onto the main roster, you know, with the simple fact of him being Max Dupree, so now he's back to being L.A. Knight. So this is something that he's, you know, having these feuds and, and wrestling these different opponents. Although he, he, I would say that he didn't 
too much win fair and square i will say that but nonetheless i mean i think the match that him and uh ricochet had was really good i think ricochet is a i'm not the biggest ricochet fan but i will say that him and ricochet had a pretty decent match really good i will say um hopefully maybe this sparks something between those two um or la knight maneuvers on to beating the hell out of everybody in the main, on the main roster on SmackDown and maybe somehow down the line going out there a championship opportunity, whether it's like maybe the universal title or it could be the intercontinental championship. Who knows? But shout out to LA Knight. Happy to see him back. Happy to see him back in the ring wrestling and having the opportunity to really be himself on the main roster. And shout out to Ricochet for, you know, being a great opponent to use as a, you know, a target, I guess. <laughs> Backstage, of course, we had the Bloodline and the Honorary Oos, Sami Zayn. And, of course, I mean, Sami, you know, Sami cannot go to Saudi, for those who may not know. But the Bloodline is definitely going to be out there, like I said, assisting Roman Reigns. And, I mean... <laughs> Honestly, Jimmy and Jay need to really focus on uh, being more oozy, I guess, when it comes to their opponents that they're actually going to be facing uh, on tomorrow night, which they actually end up having an encounterment with them later on within the show. Um, and yeah, so then it kind of leads us to this here. I, I really, I really... I, I really don't know what what Bray Wyatt is doing. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. For for once in my life, I feel like I might be a little terrified. Yeah, they were um, they were chanting uh, uh, Sammy and Saudi, but fortunately, Sammy cannot um, go over to Saudi. Um, those who know why and know why, and those who don't, you better go Google it. Um, but Bray Wyatt, I mean, I don't, I, hmm. Bray Wyatt is, is like so, so amazing at what he does. And, and I honestly feel bad for this man here. It, it's like he, it's like this man took all of his anger and a little bit of his frustration out on this guy right here who is just trying to do his job and everything like that. And Bray was just, it was just like Bray was like really, really losing his mind. He told this man to apologize to him and everything. And honestly, what it feels is if like we were in the mind of someone who was being controlled. And Bray Wyatt seems to be controlled by his uncle Howdy who I hope that we have the chance to meet one day. I really, really hope we have the chance to meet Uncle Howdy. But I, the gay guy was very confused. I was confused, too. I'll be like, I'm over here trying to do my job. And I'm getting yelled at because I, you felt as if, like, you want to use the terminology of it's just, like, pulling out in front of me and you're cutting me off the road and, you, and different things like that. And it's just like, okay, sir, I'm going to need you to relax a bit. Calm down. I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry I cut you off. I'm sorry I interrupted your job that you're trying to do. I do apologize, but please do not take your anger out on me. Seriously. I'll look at the hair. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, Bray Wyatt will be live at Crown Jewel on tomorrow. Bray Wyatt has, like, like I always say or have been saying, Bray Wyatt has really been taking us on a journey, on a roller coaster with everything that he has been doing from the in-ring to the to promos to video packaging. Whatever it is that Bray Wyatt is doing, he really had he's I don't I really don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow for Crown Jewel. I don't know if he's going to get himself involved in somebody's match, if he's gonna have like a a promo segment is this gonna be something backstage i don't know what bray wyatt has in store for crown jewel but i will definitely be tuning in to see i'm always tuning in to see what bray wyatt has to say 
what he's going to do, who's a new person that we're going to be introduced to, whatever it is, I'm I'm happy, I'm excited, and I don't know what the hell is going on still. <laughs> it has been an emotional roller coaster. It feels like we're going through various different phases of Bray Wyatt. And like I said, I feel like he's being mind controlled by somebody else, which could be himself or it could be somebody else. But who knows? We'll definitely find out. And 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 I feel like it's going to be something great, something happening. Uh, and I'm I'm interested to see what, what Bray has, has in store for, for us tomorrow for Crown Jewel. Nonetheless, uh, the Usos uh, come out and, of course, they discuss and talk about, you know, the brawling roots, of course, we do know that they're going to be putting their titles on the line at Crown Jewel tomorrow for the um, undisputed tag team titles. Um, well, it seems as if like the Usos are not going to only have to worry about the brawling roots. They're going to also have to worry about the New Day because the New Day did imply that they will be supporting the brawling roots on tomorrow for Crown Jewel. Don't know if that necessarily means they're going to be out ringside to try to assist in any kind of way or if, you know, Solo is going to get involved and try to t actually take out the New Day. Like, whatever it is, the New Day said they are rooting for the Brawling Roots to win and whoever wins, they got next, basically. So, yeah, their shirts are really – the New Day has, like, the best merch ever. They really do. Like, they really go above and beyond with their merch. And I'm going to have to cop that shirt if they have it on WDShop.com. But even in the midst of the New Day and uh, the Usos, of course, you know, I always say every time we get close to the end of the year, you're, we're going to always end up running back – with the Usos and the New Day. However, tonight, the Brawling Roots attacked the Usos. And even the uh, New Day even assisted the Brawling Roots in jumping and attacking the Usos until Sammy and Solo Sequoia came out there to really outnumber all of them. Um, and, well, the end result is the Usos are standing tall and the Brawling Roots and the New Day were not. I need them to make a jacket. Oh yeah, definitely. They they definitely need need a need a jacket, a hoodie, something like that. Cause you know it's hoodie season. I got my hoodie on my Kakashi hoodie for my anime lovers. Anybody knows me, Kakashi is my first love uh, for anime, anything like that. But we're we're here. Uh, but yeah. Next up, because of course this is women's wrestling talk, and of course we dive right back into some war women. Last week, as we do know, um, Natalia made it very clear to Ronda Rousey that she would have um, basically accepted her open challenge. Right up until Shayna Baszler choked out Natalia, who they were both former partners, literally going after the titles, literally, you know, being a tag, going after everybody. And now they're, they're enemies again. With Shayna being a heel and Natalia once again, but 30th time being a baby face. <laughs> and by next week, two weeks from now, that is going to be a heel again. Probably so. But they ended up having this match and Ronda accompanied uh, Shayna um, out here, which, you know, I haven't seen Shayna in, in a while. And it's, and it's always nice to see her um, in the ring. It's always nice to see Shayna in the ring, wrestling, doing something, really kind of getting back into her groove of things. I think the last time I wouldn't say I saw Shayna in the ring was when she faced Liv Morgan. Um, and that was the last time I want to say I saw her in the ring. Um, but she, her and Natty had a really nice match. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I wish it was a little bit longer, but I think it's okay. We gotta, we have to rebuild that dominance of Shayna Baszler. Not that I too much care that Ronda Rousey is is ringside next to her, but maybe Shayna might turn on on Ronda and go after that title herself. I feel like Shayna is amazing. She's a, a, a phenomenal talent. She's great on the mic. She has charisma. She has like the total package of a total of a badass as a champion as a competitor and to have her 
rebuild up her dominance by starting with Natalia and of course, you know, maneuvering on with whoever she's going to, you know, maneuver on to and then finally ended up with Rhonda. And then not to say that I would, I would say I, I will, I will, I wouldn't say I would not want to see a match with Ronda and Shayna, but we all know who the better wrestler would be in that match. I would say, I, I will say that they had had great chemistry for sure. The busted nose had me shook. Yeah, like of course Shayna, she ended up winning the match because she choked Natalia out. But of course, like I said, Shayna is on that road of rebuilding her dominance and why not do it with a little blood and we really don't see blood and i know they talked about like oh we're not gonna do that much blood or anything like that but to see you know blood coming from uh natalia after that knee strike to the face i mean it seems as if like natalia may have broken her nose but um she's she seems to be doing okay um honestly i don't think she has a broken nose i just think that she may have like you know bitter top lippers <laughs> but i mean it's nice it's yeah well yeah definitely ruthless aggression and that's what shayna definitely needs to get back into her nxt days of being the shayna basler that a lot of people have known to love so um yeah so after that we ended up knowing that we have mvp of course on monday said that he had some talent of guys who is going to come and uh, lay Braun Strowman down before his match with Omos on tomorrow. And uh, well, these are the guys that he round up. I know one of them, the one that's in the middle, uh, Luke, I think his name is Luke Keith or Luke King. I know that he's Layla Gray's um, fiance and he's also holding the OVW um world title over there um at the company but as far as like the rest of these guys i have absolutely no idea who they are um but yeah so they went all went up against braun Strowman, and yeah it didn't turn out that way and of course mvp he gets himself into the ring and you know he starts saying all types of things to braun Strowman, and well he gets laid out and will mvp be okay by tomorrow to come out and you know walk down the aisle with omas or will omas be out there in crown jewel alone by himself or could he could omas actually come out by himself and then mvp just shows the hell up and he knocks um braun Strowman with the cane behind his back and then one two three omas does a phenomenal forearm a 450 slash and then a super kick and then uh boom one, two, three. <laughs> One, two, three. And then there it is. Omos wins the match. That's just me in my booking. Uh, don't quote me. But if it happens like that, you know where you heard it from. <laughs> of course, uh, Gunther is getting himself prepared to take on Ray Mysterio, um, who won a Fatal 4-Way about two weeks ago. <laughs> Listen, Listen, y'all don't. Under, I don't think people who people don't understand how much, how how much of the athleticism that I would love to see come out of Omas. Omas is a phenomenal four on four fifty splash, and hey, I won. A win is a win. Okay, I don't care what nobody says. A win would be a win for me. But like I said, Gunther is getting ready and prepared to face Rey Mysterio in the main event tonight, and. Uh, well, we we will definitely get to how that transpired. But of course, WWE uh, on SmackDown tonight they announced the World Cup on Fox that's happening next week. Um, and say I think it's an eight man tournament. I want to say, don't quote me on this, but I know it's a tournament. It was once won by Shane McMahon. So maybe the best in the world will make his triumphal return next week to SmackDown and uh, re and figure out who the next uh, best in the World Cup winner will be. So I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens. That's all I'm going to say on that. And also next week, depending on who wins between the Brawling Bruce and the Usos, they will face the New Day for the Undisputed WWE Tag Team titles. 
And that's all that's going to happen next week, as well as Shinsuke Nakamura versus Santos Escobar. Now, we did see Legado de Fantasma backstage, of course, chit-chat a little bit about, you know, their loss to Hit Row. And, uh, well, Shinsuke was a part of the reason, I guess you can say, why Hit Row won their match last week. And uh, Santos has sent a warning to Shinsuke. And, well... We're going to get this match next week. And honestly, I'm very excited because Santos Escobar is a phenomenal wrestler. He's a great talker. And of course, Shinsuke, he's like top tier in the ring. So I know that this match here is going to like go crazy. It really is. They did. The Legado de Fantasma really did look nice. They really did. Um, I hope Zelina comes back with this hair that's here. Um, instead of the straight look, the straight look is cool, but I do like when she has like those crimps in there. It it makes it feel a lot fuller and not like I don't know, doll hair or something. You know, a little something something like that. But ladies and gentlemen, we get to our main event of Friday Night SmackDown: Rey Mysterio versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship. Honestly, you guys, this match felt really slow. Um, there were some really nice moments that happened. Um, Ray still literally felt as if like Ray was just getting beat the hell up this entire match. Like he really didn't have that much offense. He didn't have the, the chance to really show off anything. I mean, he tried. He really tried his best to do what he could. But it... And Gunther is just a powerhouse, and it's just, it was just too much for Ray. And well, Gunther is still your Intercontinental Champion. I have absolutely no idea who's going to be able to take this title off of Gunther. I feel like maybe, I feel like depending on what happens tomorrow at Sada, because I know that Seth Rollins is supposed to have an open challenge for his United States title. And if he wins, if he wins, then maybe there's someone down the line if they're still doing, you know, the champion versus champion thing for uh, Survivor Series War Games, then maybe we'll have Gunther versus Seth. I, I don't know if I, depending on who comes out and accepts Seth Rollins' uh, challenge and they actually win, I don't know if I want to see them go against Gunther. I have absolutely no idea. I really would not want that to happen. But um, SmackDown was a was a pretty pretty okay show. Nice, nice going home uh, show for uh, Crown Jewel. Like I said, it's happening tomorrow. Um, everybody's pretty much over at Saudi. So, I mean, like right now, I mean, it's really just, it's really Gunther. I mean, it's, it's just that it really belongs to him as of right now until they figure out what they're going to do. So, I don't know. But SmackDown was really cool. It was a really nice show. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Very excited for next week's um, uh, events, depending on what happens at Saudi. Because um, there's, I feel like Saudi is going to have a lot of people, I want to say, in an uproar, maybe myself, but I am pulling for those tag titles to be changed. And if you guys uh, missed the predictions for Crown Jewel, you can definitely go back and watch the Monday Night Raw show. Um, I did my predictions there um, about Crown Jewel. You can definitely check those out. You can check out the whole match card on WTalkPod.com. I posted the whole match card. It's happening tomorrow in case you forgot. And different things like that. Um, so, yeah, of course, like I said, this is the end of SmackDown. And we move right on into Rampage. Oh, all right. So, Rampage opened up their show, of course, with Mike Tyson, legendary, iconic uh, boxer, um, who was a guest commentator for the night, for, for the match uh, between um, Orange Cassidy and I think his name is Sheba. Shibata, I believe Shibata, I believe I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. I don't want to butcher it, so correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, so Mike Tyson came out to commentate this match here, the AEW All Atlantic Championship Dream Match, and well, it's it, it was wow. I would say that this was a great opening. A lot, the crowd was really, 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 really into this match. Um, I would have to say it was really good. It was hard hitting. And uh, I mean, it was to the point where I didn't think Orange Cassidy was going to make it. I really didn't, but he did. He pulled out. 
Yeah, Mike Tyson did a really, really good job on commentary. You know, he 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 really did a good job. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching. I enjoyed listening to him. Actually, I would probably prefer to hear him on commentary than, than Jim Ross. I say that. I would have definitely enjoyed seeing him more than seeing here listening to him more than I listen to Jim Ross. No shade to Jim Ross. Legend, iconic, but no. Um, but nonetheless, this was this was like I said, this was a, a, a great opener. Like I said, the crowd was really into it. It was a, it was like really good. You you just couldn't take your eyes off of it. It was a very much like getting you guys pumped and ready for the show. And of course, Orange Cassidy um, still retained his um, All Atlantic uh, champion. And uh, well, seems to be like him and uh, Shibata are, you know, cool, freshly in squeeze. <laughs> so yeah. Um, we got a few comments from our interim AEW World uh, Women's Champion, Tony Storm, who, of course, as we do know, will be facing Jamie Hayter at uh, the November 19th um, pay-per-view for AEW's Full Gear. And Tony Storm, of course, we know that they aired the vignette talking about how, you know, they were both like... Uh, roomies and stuff over in stardom they have like a really nice friendship and different things like that and well jamie came over to you know came over to america to do all kinds of things and stuff like that and kind of left tony uh, tony behind it was just it's just a lot you know and uh, tony just really had a few words to say like you know come come full gear jamie i will be ready for you We've already had our match before. We've already wrestled together. We've already wrestled each other before, and I won. And you know, there's been. I mean, Jamie has pinned has pinned Tony Storm before too. So I mean, it's it's vice versa, and with these with these two girls, and and even the first time, like their match was shown on AEW of them wrestling, it was really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You can tell they have a lot of chemistry with each other. You can tell they enjoy wrestling against each other um so i know that for full gear it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be really good it really is and this is not the last time we actually do see tony storm tonight yeah they ready to fight they are they're ready to throw down they're ready to throw hands and i'm i'm ready to watch maybe not front row but probably front row in my living room watching them go go at it against each other uh we also got another backstage uh uh, interview from Claudio and uh, Brian, well, Brian Danielson and William Regal. Of course, all of them have an issue with Chris Jericho, you know, holding a ring of honor world title, which Chris Jericho took it off of, of Claudio in the first place. And uh, Claudio basically said that, you know, he never got his, you know, his rematch. He never got his rematch clause and he deserves to have this opportunity. So definitely, you know, watch your back, Jericho. But also, Brian Danielson wants to face Chris Jericho as well for their title. And he made it very clear that, you know, I used to be Ring of Honor world champion, and I am coming for the title, and I want that title opportunity. So, I mean, both of you guys, William Regal and Black, and Black uh, Combat Club, want that ROH world title. And are they going to fight each other to get their hands on Chris Jericho and that title? I guess we'll find out. You have to stay soon. Uh, moving on, because like I said, this is Women's Wrestling Talk. And of course, we have our women's match of the night. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Jamie Hayter versus Madison Rain and Sky Blue. This match, I thoroughly, I would say I enjoyed it. I would say that, you know, Britt and Madison have a lot of history. And Sky Blue, who's like, I guess you can say Madison Rain's little protege or whatever. Um, she's been, you know, of course she signed to AEW. She's been kind of working her way up to prove that, you know, she's not, you know, new to the game. She's really just, you know, 
being out there with Madison Rain and learning the ropes and everything like that, but she was getting her ass whooped. I do apologize. I, I don't even remember if Sky Blue or, or Madison Rain even got any big offense, you know, on, on on in this match. I can't even say I remember if, if, if they did. All I kept seeing was Jamie and Britt working really well as a team uh to take to take out Madison Rain and Sky Blue. And well, um, I mean I enjoyed it. I really did. I wish it was a little bit longer, but they, 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 all of them did a, a really, really, really nice job. They really did. Oh, they, so they did like, I don't, I don't know. I can't even tell you if, if, if Sky Blue and Madison Rain even got no offense. I can see here, I guess they did, but from watching it, I feel like all I saw was Britt and Jamie, like really beating the hell out of them. <laughs> um, but Jamie Hater. Uh, ended up pinning Madison Rain, and uh, they ended up winning the match. Jamie and Britt ended up winning their match, and then afterwards, Britt got on the mic. She started talking all kinds of things about Tony Storm and said how Jamie's gonna beat her for that title and and this and that. And then Tony Storm comes out and she knocks down Reba. She throws Britt Baker into the barricade. And then she goes straight for Jamie Hayter. And they brawl inside of the ring up until um, Britt Baker grabs the title and uh, basically hits Tony Storm in the back of the head while she had uh, Hayter in that submission move uh, that Hayter is very familiar with. And, uh, well, they were both standing over, um, Brit, well, standing over, Tam uh, not Tammy, but Tommy, uh, not Tommy, what? Oh my God, what I'm thinking. <laughs> they were both standing over Tony Storm um, while Jamie holds that title. And I mean, could we see this for full gear? Could this be like the outcome of full gear where Jamie is crowned your new uh, interim, AEW interim women's world champion? Y'all, my mind is like discombobulated, I swear. <laughs> I don't understand. I am so like, I was so tired. I had like a really busy schedule today. So I mean, like, this is two shows back to back, and I and I do this every every Friday. Okay, sometimes not alone. Uh, sometimes I, I you know I have Stephanie here or or I have Nikki here. But I listen. My mind is very all over the place. So bear with me. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Could like like I said, could this really be what what the ending of Tony and Jamie's match could be for Full Gear? I wouldn't mind it. I love Tony Storm. I'm a huge fan of Tony Storm. I really am. Um, but I feel like Jamie Hayter has really been kind of pushed off to the side. I mean, she's a, a great, great, great wrestler. She really is. And I feel like sometimes, you know, people like to overlook her or over or like feel like Britt Baker is, you know, blocking her shine and shit like that. But I feel like Jamie Hayter has really been proving herself that, you know, although her and Britt are like, you know, in this faction, you know, assist each other with wins or different things like that. But people have to realize that Jamie is a is a great wrestler. I think that she may have been wrestling longer than Britt, but I just feel like Jamie is she's 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 that girl. And I honestly feel like 2023 will really will probably be that year for Jamie Hayter, where she really, really shows that she is not just someone who, you know, is on the sidelines of Britt Baker, where she's really her own person. And and I know a lot of people want Britt and Jamie, well, want Britt and Jamie to have a feud or whatever. If it happens. It happens, you know what I'm saying? I'm not putting no, I'm not saying like it's guaranteed it's going to happen, but if it, if it somehow, somewhere down the line leads up to Britt and Jamie having a feud, I wouldn't want them to break up. But if it just so happens that it it, it transpires that way, then, I mean, it's going to be a great feud. It's going to be a, a great match. The 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 promo skills are going to be great. The in-ring ability is going to be amazing. The storytelling itself between these two women is going to be amazing, so... I'm definitely enjoying the ride of, of Tony and, and Jamie as of right now. So we got on the way to November the 19th, um, which is two weeks from now, I want to say. And it's a lot of build up, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. I say that. 
Um, back to the men, uh, Chris Jericho and uh, Sammy Guevara are backstage, of course, having an interview with Tommy Schiavone. And Chris Jericho hears exactly what uh, Claudio and Brian Danielson had to say about him and that title that they won. And Chris Jericho, somewhere in his mind, says, well, how about I face Claudio and I face Brian Danielson? But also, let me bring in one of my guys, Sammy Guevara, and make it a fatal four-way for this title at full gear. Now, I really don't know what Chris Jericho is really thinking as of right now by having Sammy Guevara or thinking that Sammy might not try to or want to win that title for himself. But there's going to be the real problems is going to probably be between Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Because I could have sworn that Chris Jericho turned his back on Sammy Guevara or Sammy Guevara turned his back on Chris Jericho. Whichever one, these two were not once on a good terms once before. And now they're back together again. So honestly, I have absolutely no idea what's happening. But listen, I'm just saying, like, literally, if Sammy pins Chris Jericho... <laughs> I don't I even I didn't even know what I want to say. I'm just gonna be like it be your own man's and you put him in this match and now look you done lost your title and now this man holding the title. So it's like that the real villain all along was Sammy Guevara, to be honest. But yeah, so they did make that match official. It's it will take place at full gear. We will have Sammy Guevara versus Claudio versus Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho for the ROH world title. Listen, whatever happens, happens. I'm, I'm just, wow. <sighs> Finally, we get to hear from uh, the returning Ricky Starks. Um, it's been a minute and a while since we've seen him. He's been, you know, taking his time out due to some personal issues and things like that. But he was here tonight looking absolutely wonderful. Love the shoes. I have a pair of those in my closet to be exact. Um, and... He basically, you know, came out and talked to the crowd about how, you know, you guys have missed me. You guys have cheered for me. You guys have done all these kinds of things. And basically, he did let it be known that he actually will be joining and entering the world's, uh, the world title eliminated, eliminated tournament. And which I think is great for Ricky Starks because Ricky looks like a champion in my eyes. I know he was holding the LTW title that was being that's now held by Hook, but I feel like um, Ricky deserves to have a a bigger and larger title of his own. I really do. Ricky is Ricky's a, a great talent. He's a great talker, a great dresser, and I don't know. He might be coming for Seth Rollins' neck. I will say that. Um, but, um, he's a, a great talker, performer, all this and that, like Ricky has like the total package. He has a look of being a champion of, a, of this company or a company where he, it just fits. It just works. He's, he's, he can cross over into the mainstream, you know, Hollywood pop culture type things, different things like that. He really, he really could. And I, I hope that maybe he, you know, he goes, on to become a champion really, really soon. Yeah, it was really great to see him back on TV, I agree. So, so here we are. The uh, And I'm going to put myself over here to the side right quick. So the World Title Eliminated, Eliminated Tournament, they announced all of the guys who's going to be a participant in it. And the winner receives a World Title match at Winner Is Coming. So, as we do know, we're going to start off with Eddie Kingston versus Ethan Page on this Wednesday for Dynamite. And then on next week for Friday is going to be Bandito and Roosh um, against each other. And whoever wins, they will face each other in like the semifinals. Or I think it's going to be a fatal four-way at the end. Don't quote me on that. Um, and then we have Lance Archer um uh, versus Ricky Starks to be exact on next Friday's rampage. 
as well as Brian Cage and Dante Martin on, I believe, that same Friday for Rampage 2. And I like, I just want to say, I think that whoever the last four competitors are will face each other at uh, full gear. And then whoever wins that match will go to winner is coming uh, for the world title match. So don't quote me. I think that I think that's how it's going to go. Or I think that's that I think that's going to end up in a fatal four way for full gear. And then whoever the winner is, you know, winner is coming. Which winner is coming real soon. So <laughs> um, as we move on to our main event, we had the Games of Agony versus Wardrobe. And I'm just going to be extremely honest, you guys. It was not, to me wise, it was, it was like, I don't know. I can't even tell you. Like, I don't, I don't think it was a, I don't think it was a bad match, but I also don't think it was good either. I think that it was just, I don't think there was any energy for this match. I know I didn't have any for it. Um, and I didn't, I didn't have anything like, I didn't, I didn't have anything for this match. I really didn't. Um, it was cool. It was nice to see all these guys roast each other. I'm always happy to see Simone Joe. But other than that, I mean, I really, I really don't have much to say about this. Yeah. Um, we was talking about earlier, like, I believe they should have started. Yeah, definitely should have started this show, this match with, like started the show with this match and then let Orange Cassidy and Shibata's match be the main event. And I think that if they had flipped, like flop, flip-flopped it, I think it would have been a great thing. Because you could have got this match done and out the way. You know, they could. Kong looked good, but it shouldn't have been the main event. Yeah, I mean, he did re- he did really good um, and everything like that. I just I was just like, Warlow, please start rolling this man. Stop putting this man in the power bomb and rolling back over and then put him in the power bomb again and then rolling back over. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop it. But like I said, it was it was a cool match. It was straight. Um, it was it was all right. Um, hopefully they don't do this again. But I know they want to close out the show because, of course, you know Samoa Joe and uh, um, Warlow did win, or Warjo did you know win the match. And we, of course, every time we have something dealing with Warlow, Powerhouse Hobbs is definitely going to make his appearance, one way or another. And um, he did. And so it's it honestly looks as if like we will probably have Warlow and Powerhouse Hobbs for um full gear. That's that's what I'm gonna say. And uh, that's all I'm gonna say. And pretty much you guys, that was the end of Rampage. Um not much, like I said, transpired happened for me to feel like, oh my god, yay. But you know, it was really good. It was okay. It was all right. Hopefully it starts to get better because um, sometimes I feel like with Rampage, they get a little, sometimes it's cool. And then sometimes it's like, mm, and I know they've been doing it live now, which I, which is cool, I guess, you know, that they're starting to do like their, their uh, Rampage is live, but you know, I need y'all to figure out some things and get a little bit better. So that's all I'm saying. But Yep, that was pretty much um, Rampage, you guys. Um, and SmackDown, of course, like I said, SmackDown uh, was a going home show for uh, Crown Jewel. So kind of just give you guys a little bit of a rundown. So, of course, Crown Jewel takes place today, those who are on the East Coast. Um, tomorrow, for those who are on Central and Pacific time, um, it'll take place in Saudi on the Peacock in the U.S. and on the WWE Network elsewhere. And yeah, um, I don't know. I think we may have a um, Crown Jewel post show. I'm unsure um, as of right now. I cannot uh, confirm or deny if that is going to happen. Uh, so definitely just stay tuned. Um, other than that, um, that's pretty much all that we pretty much have lined up for this weekend. Um, there aren't any other shows happening that I know of. But if it does, then make sure you guys need to be following us and subscribe to us on YouTube. Turn on our post notifications so you do not miss whenever we go live for anything. And if you follow us on Twitch, make sure you do continue to follow us on Twitch. Support us over there as well. Make sure you guys follow us on all social media platforms at WWTalkPod. Make sure you check out the website, WWTalkPod.com. 
Make sure you get our merch. Make sure you check out our articles, interviews. Articles are going out each and every day, you guys. Interviews are happening. Post shows are happening. WT Live is happening. Um, there's so many different shows that we have on the Women's Wrestling Talk that is happening almost each and every day. So we definitely do appreciate you guys for hanging out um, with us each and every time we go live. So we definitely appreciate I I appreciate you guys for hanging out with me since I'm up here by myself tonight. You know, it's, it's not often. So it's not often that Santana is here by herself. <laughs> but we made it through. We, we made it through tonight. I promise you that. Uh, we really did. But yeah, so um, as for me, like I say, you guys can Google me, Dreon Santana, D-R-A-U-N-E. That's where you're going to always find me. Thank you. Thank you, Gothic uh, Vegan. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to have to drop out or call out next time, you know, me getting left by myself. But it's cool. <laughs> I enjoyed it. And I just want to thank you guys for hanging out with me um, on your Fridays because you could have been anywhere else. But you in the house just like me. Looking at me, talking to me, and different things like that. So I gladly appreciate it. But I'm going to go ahead and close this out. Shout out to everybody in the chat. I haven't done shout outs in a minute. Uh, shout out to Mika, of course. Just another subscriber. Hopefully I get your name so that I don't have to just say you're just another subscriber. Uh, Jalen, of course, in the chat. Thank you so much. And of course, you've got the vegan. Thank you so much for joining too and watching me. Um once again, you guys, um, like I said, Crown Jewel post show might be happening tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Girl, why would you have this name? What is wrong with you? I, I literally thought she was like somebody I did not even know. You need to change your name because I don't. <laughs> I never knew this was you. I thought you was like a random that just popped in here. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm going to get out of here, you guys, because I'm going to go to bed. But thank you guys so much for watching. Once again, this is Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. <laughs> women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. <laughs>